Well, cool. Um, so you know those every single time that people say if you feel like you're going to throw up, that means you're supposed to speak? Yeah, <laughs> it's about that time. Um, but I just am so excited um, to be here and speaking to you guys this morning um, and about a topic that I am just extremely passionate about. It's really just the, the prayer of my heart um, for each and every one of you in this room, just when I um, am praying for you and interceding for you. This is just every single time what the Holy Spirit has me pray. Um, and it's the just the importance of encountering God. Um, and Kendall just, I shared this with Kendall um, a couple, maybe it was about a week ago, that that was just the cry of my heart, is that I just desired um, for people to encounter the Lord um, and to encounter him in just in an intimate way and in a personal and a unique way. Um, because that's why we do everything that we do. That's why we come to church. That's why we read scripture. That's why we pray. Um, and if it's not, then there's something wrong. If it's not because we want to encounter the Lord and encounter the person of God, um, it's meaningless. You know, it's, it's just it's just for um, you and um, this thing that doesn't give life. And so that's just my, um, what I'm going to share with you guys about and why I'm so passionate about it and why I love um, just to meet with the Lord and meet with the Father because he's good um, and he's real and he um, walks with you and he encourages you. And um, so it's just, this is just a couple things that I've seen in my life when I've just encountered the Lord. Because um, when you encounter him, he brings transformation. Um, we saw it the first time in salvation. When you encounter the Lord and you received him as your Savior, um, it brought complete transformation. Um, and it continues to be the agent that brings transformation in your life. When you encounter the Father and after um, salvation, it continues to be the thing that transforms your life. It's not a speaker. It's not um, some, it's, it's the Lord. Um, you know, he's the only one that can bring transformation and bring, um, just can bring you to m look more like him. And so, um, that's one reason why it's so important to encounter him. And two, it takes, um, these things that we do, um, that we call religion and gives it life. Um, it gives it life, um, because absent the Lord, it, there is no life. And, um, the next thing is when you encounter God, it gives direction and it gives sustainability. Um, when you encounter God, it sustains you in ministry and it gives you direction of where you're supposed to be going and what you're supposed to be doing. And if you don't encounter the Lord, you don't have those things. And so, and lastly, it produces genuine faith. It produces a faith that is real um, and that you know who the Father is and you know that he is real and you pro can proclaim the things of him um, with authority and um, so if this is what we aim to do in everything, um, in everything that we do, if we, if our aim is to encounter the father, um, that's what we desire here this morning. And that's what I desire here this morning is for you guys to encounter the Lord. Um, and so we're just going to do what we always do. Um, and we're just going to pause and ask the Lord for those things, um, and ask the Lord just for you to hear from him and, um, in a new way that he would give you. Um, a new song and just something new to sing about him, to worship him. Um, and so we're just going to pause and take that time.
Holy Spirit, um, we just ask that you would just um, come and fill this room and that you would be present here and that you would just be um, overwhelming, um, God, that we would come to just to see you and to hear you and to know you um, in an intimate way that you speak directly to our hearts. God, I just ask that you would speak directly um, to these um, my peers, um, my students, that they would um, come to just find complete in the fullness of joy in you. Um, Lord, and we, we love you, and um, God, I just ask that you would just um, be the words of my mouth and that you would just be the, the mouthpiece in this room um, and that it would just con- continue to carry on um, through the rest of our time here, that you, we would just um, worship you, spirit and truth, as we are just sitting here um, and taking you in, Father, that we would, um, this would be a moment that you would teach us how to love you. Um, teach us how to love you more and more intimately and with our whole hearts. Because um, when we love you with our whole hearts, God, we find you. And so that's just what we desire is to find you this morning. Um, and I just pray this in your precious name. Amen. Okay, so I'm going to start um, just with a story um, where I encountered the Lord and it transformed my life. Um, and so if y'all want to just turn to Jeremiah 1. Um, with me. Um, I This was my senior year of high school, and I had just been offered a just a, a position um, that in my eyes I um, believed I, I could not fill the shoes. I, there was no way. I was not wise enough. I was not spiritually mature enough. I didn't know scripture well enough, um, and there was no way that I was going to be able um, to to accept this position and then do well in it. Um, just a lot of fear and failure. And so I was, um, it was about a week before I had to say yes, um, that I had to give a decision that I was going to agree um, to accept the position. And um, I was sitting just at the altar, um, just crying out before the Lord, just spilling my guts out, like everything that I just said to you, I was saying to the Lord. And um, I opened to Jeremiah 1. And I had been reading in Jeremiah um, in this time in my life. I was just walking through the book of Jeremiah. It's a really depressing book at the same time. Um, But it's so cool because, like, the Lord knew what I needed in that moment. um, And he knew why I was in Jeremiah for that season of my life. And um, so I opened to Jeremiah 1. And I went down to verse 4, and I just started reading. Um, So if you guys will just read with me, it says, Now the word of the Lord came to me, saying, Before I formed you in the womb, I knew you. And before you were born, I consecrated you. I appointed you a prophet to the nations. So I read that, and I was like, in that moment, I was like, Oh, yeah, yeah, okay. Like, the Lord knew me. He formed me in my womb. Like, I know all these things about God. But still, I was like, But still, yeah, you know me, so you know that I can't do this. You know that there is no way that you chose me for this job. There's no way that I can do this because you formed me and you know everything that I'm capable of, and this is not one of them. <laughs> and so um, I, I looked at that moment, and then I read the next verse, and it says, um, then I said, Jeremiah is saying this, Ah, Lord, behold, um, I do not know how to speak, for I am only a youth. And I said, yes, Jeremiah said it. That means I can say it, and it's a good excuse um, and <laughs> I sat in that for a little, I just like, was like, okay, I, 
throw my hands up, walk out the door now, you know, just, this is all good. And then um, I read the next verse, the next verses, and it says, and this is the Lord's response, and it was so crazy, um, because it was the first time in my life that the word of God became his audible voice in my life. Um, It was the first time that it wasn't just words on a page, it was the voice of God that was speaking to me. And um, it says, do not say I am only a youth, um, for to all to whom I send you, you shall go. Whatever I command you, you shall speak. Do not be afraid of them, for I am with you to deliver you, declares the Lord. And it was like, I read that, and it was like a shot to the heart. Like it was every, every excuse that I made, everything that I said, it didn't matter anymore. Um, it didn't matter because my obedience to the Father was more important. Um, it didn't matter how fearful it was. It didn't matter how many times I failed. It didn't matter how many times um, I disappointed people. Um, it, it was because I was doing it because the Lord had asked me to. Um, and so I said yes. And little, like, just little did I know um, that yes was going to end in about a month. <laughs> like, I accepted the position, and I was walking in that. And then a month in, it, the Lord was like, nope, you're not doing this any longer, and um, completely shaped my world. But it wasn't about the yes to the position. It was about the yes to the Father um, and saying, I'm going to be obedient um, despite um, whatever happens. And so it was that moment, um, and we're going to kind of just go back into the points a little bit, but it was a moment that Scripture um, turned into something um, that was a religion. It was a, a discipline. It was a practice to read scripture, but it was in that moment that I encountered the Lord that it became, um, it became life, and it became something that was life-giving in a relationship, and so um, we, I think it's so easy um, for me, at least, and so many other people that I talk to, to, just to get caught up in the practices of Christianity, to get caught up in the practices of, of reading scripture, and praying, and getting focused on this, these things are God, <laughs> And we forsake encountering him, and we forsake meeting the person of God. And um, now, hear this. I'm not bashing religion. I'm not bashing spiritual disciplines. I believe they are given from the Lord. I believe discipline is um, in structure and routine. The Lord established it. Um, you know, he gave um, the Israelites the law for a reason. Um, but, however, if it's absent the presence of God, they're pointless and they're lifeless. And so many times I see that. And then I, when we get caught up into that, the fruits of that is frustration towards the Father. It's frustration and um, apathy and just weariness. Um, and so we get so caught, occupied and filled with other, seeing, other things. Um, and uh, But there's one person... Um, I think we can learn this from so well, um, is David. Um, he is a man that knew God um, inside and out. And um, he said this in Psalm 62.1. So if y'all want to turn there. All right. So Psalm 62.1 says, For God alone my soul waits um, in silence. And then if you go down again, um, In verse 5, it says, For God alone my soul waits in silence, 
for my hope is from him. Um, and when I get this picture of David when, he, when he's writing this, I just, I see him take every, everything else in his life and he puts it aside and he says, I'm going to take this moment, I'm going to put every, all the clutter in my mind, all the, the things I want to say to you and put it aside because I want to hear what you have to say to me. Um, and um, phrases like these are laced throughout the Psalms. They're just laced that David hungered um, to encounter the presence of God. He, he hungered to be in his courts. He hungered to be um, just in his sanctuary and nowhere else. Um, nowhere else compared to that. And um, I believe, like I believe, David practiced the law well, um, and he understood. But he understood this: that those things were given to them so they could, in, so that he could encounter and be in relationship with the Father. Um, he understood those things. He understood that um, the law was given, and that prayer and studying were used as tools so that he could fix his eyes on the Father, and they were used as just instruments. Um, so that he could see a glimpse of who his father was. And um, even Jesus understood the importance of this. Um, he understood the importance of people encountering the Lord. And um, that's what he came to do. He came um, so that we might be able to be in relationship with him again. And so if you guys look at First Peter um, 3.18, I know we're kind of going around a lot, but First um, Peter three eighteen says, "For Christ also suffered once for sins, the righteous for the unrighteous, that he might bring us to God, being put to death in the flesh, but made alive in the spirit." And I know it's such a, a short glimpse, but Jesus came and suffered. Um, so that we might be able to be brought to God, so that me, we might be able to be in relationship with him again. And, um, and this last part that says, like, being put to death in the flesh but made alive in the spirit, is the only way that we can be um, victorious and defeat our flesh is when we encounter the Lord. Um, we have to um, encounter him in um, know him in order to have victory in our spirit and to hear him and um, and Jesus understood that and that's why he was obedient to the cross um, is because his desire um, was for us to know his father and to know him intimately um, and in a way that is personal and um, so it's just that was when I was going and preparing for this that was um, it gave me a whole new perspective perspective of Jesus's obedience and when I just when I thought of all the moments and the encounters that I've had with the Lord um, and he cared so much that I could to die on the cross so I could have those moments those moments of goodness those moments that I understood um, and I felt the father's love for me and he spoke to me um, God immediately it put me in a place of worship immediately it put me in a place of thanksgiving um, and that's just another um, product of encountering the Lord is you worship because you love the Father and you worship because um, you want to know, because you know him and you just want to say thank you. Um, 
for all that he's done. And so, um, but also, um, also when you encounter the Lord, he gives you direction. Um, and if you go back to Jeremiah one in the story, because the Lord says, I'm going to send, I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. And I, you're going to say what I tell you to say, um, there's specific, specific instructions you see this with moses in in the burning bush the lord encounters him and he says hey you're gonna go deliver my people um from slavery and he says this is how you're gonna do it (laughs) you know this is exactly how you're gonna deliver them from slavery um when paul when um saul when the lord encountered saul on the road to damascus um and the lord says you're gonna go and be um my voice to the gentiles and he says and this is how you're gonna do it and every step of the way, um, the Lord gave direction. I mean, it's the moment that we take our eyes off the Father and we put it on a task that we get confused. Um, so many times that I am trying to figure something out, and I welcome week, all like that was the lesson of welcome week was you have so many things that you have to get done, and one of them is decorations. <laughs> one of them is you have to figure out this little centerpiece that is going to be on the middle of the table, and it's like. And I was just like, Lord, what am I going to do? Like, I was just, well, first of all, I wasn't like, Lord. I was like, what am I going to do? I have no idea. I'm not decorative. I, there's no idea. And it took me about, like, two weeks of just frustration. I was just frustrated. I was like, I don't know how I'm going to make the budget. I don't know. <laughs> like, there, there's just not going to be anything on the table. Maybe some acorns. We can go pick up some pine cones. <laughs> and, um, <laughs> but it's in that moment the Lord was like, when are you going to seek me? When are you going to ask me? Because I am ready to tell you. And um, and I was like, oh, my gosh. And so it was crazy just in that moment that I said, okay, Lord, what do you want the centerpiece to look like? And that he gave a picture of it. And and he gave direction. And it, and it wasn't just the centerpiece that had no meaning. It had no value. It was, it was a centerpiece that magnified his name. It wasn't a decoration anymore. And so just in, in all things... Um, when you hear from the Father, um, he's going to give you an answer that he's going to be glorified in. But if you don't hear it from the Lord, um, it's from you. And that was just crazy. Um, just a teaching moment for me is like in all things, like even the decorations, the Lord can be magnified. Even in um, like who you ask for a pencil or just the little decisions that we make every single day, like the Lord can receive glory for those. Um, and... Also, they, um, when you receive just direction from the Lord and you just receive vision from the Lord, um, it creates sustainability. Um, and it's so crazy because that's why I am able to be here before you today um, is because of that moment in Jeremiah um, that the Lord spoke to me and said, you are going to do what I tell you to say and you're going to go where I tell you to go. Um, I... Public speaking, biggest fear of mine on face of the earth. I hate it. I cried on the way up here. I cried over there. I was like, Lord, I'm not doing this. And he goes, Melina, Jeremiah 1, it doesn't matter how fearful you are. It doesn't matter um, just this this thought of, well, maybe I'm going to be prideful in it. No matter. Um, he's like, all the excuses that you have don't matter um, because it's what I've asked you to do. Um, and there's been so many times in ministry that Thiller has brought me back to that moment um, of encountering the Lord. And I just believe he gives you what you need um, 
to be, um, to have endurance in ministry and when you seek him. And we just so quickly um, throw up our hands and just say, the Lord's gone. He hasn't spoken to me in a day. <laughs> like, where'd he go? <laughs> um, but it's so cool just to, I don't even know how many times, um, I can only imagine how many times Paul went back to that road um, to Damascus. Um, when he was in the prisons and he was abused, um, and he said, you know, it doesn't matter because this is what the Lord has asked me to do. Um, and so if you don't have those moments, and you don't crave those moments, you have nothing to go back to. You have nothing just to remember. And that's why in scripture all the time it just says, remember the things of the Lord. Remember the promises that he's given you um, because they will sustain you um, and they will give you endurance um, in the moments that it looks hopeless in the moments that it looks like there's there's no way out and there's no answer and it it causes your brain to say wait but i remember this thing i remember what the lord spoke into my life and it, he has been faithful to this point and he will continue to be faithful because that's who he is um and so i'm going a lot faster than i thought i was going to be but um <laughs> so um and lastly, when we hear the Lord, and it's so crazy because when we, we see those moments and we're in those moments of, okay, like, Lord, where are you? Um, and we go back to that moment and we remember that he is faithful. It produces faith in us. Um, and I can, like, I can guarantee you um, when Moses <laughs> went before Pharaoh and um, he threw down his staff and it turned into a snake and he picked it back up again and it the Lord did what he said he was going to do, <laughs> you know, that in that moment, his faith was through the roof, that he knew the God that he encountered in that bush was real because he did what he said he was going to do. Um, faith is not, isn't a hope. It's, it's a concrete, like, I know that this person that I encountered is real and is active and is moving in my life. And he um, is the king of kings, the great I am, and he has spoken to me and because of that I'm going to be obedient and um, and that's why if you've been around here um, long enough you've heard the phrase you know Romans 10 17 faith comes by hearing I mean hearing by the word of God is because you first have to hear you first have to hear in order to see um, the things of God like in, in order to do and perform the things of God, you first have to hear it. Um, it's so, and in the next verse, um, Hebrews eleven sixteen, it says, it is impossible to please God without faith. And it took me a long time to understand that. And it's really when we started journeying through, and I started listening um, just to the, okay, faith comes by hearing, and it's impossible to please God without faith. And I was like, Okay, so there's 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 a big there's something here. Um, there's something here that if I want to please God, I have to have faith. And if faith comes by hearing, I have to connect these somehow. And um, it was cool because it the Lord connected all the dots in there. Um, one one time I was at home and my mom was talking to me, and I was about to go to Walmart and my mom. I, I love her to death, but she knows exactly what brand she wants from Walmart. She knows exactly, like, the coupon that it goes with. She knows, like, 
every, like, what aisle it's on, what shelf it's on. And, and of course, I'm sitting there, and I'm like, okay, yes, donuts or milk. Like, I don't, you want the, I don't know, Oak Farms milk or the Great Value. They're all the same. Great Value's cheaper in my eyes, you know. Um, but she's like, no, it's for a cake that it has to come out perfectly, and you need Oak Farms milk, not Great Value. And I'm like, oh, <laughs> it's all milk. Um, but so she was giving me this list, and I was supposed, I was kind of, I was writing down like what she wanted, but I was just writing the general information. Like I was like, milk, butter, olive oil, you know, like all of these things. And so I get to Walmart, and uh, I'm going to find all these things, and I'm. You know, I'm just, I'm getting the cheapest thing. I'm a college student, so I'm like, okay, this is the cheapest thing. This, okay, she has a coupon for this one, so I'll get this one. And, and I get back to my house, and my mom was just like, Melina, like, you have to go back. And I was like, what? I got everything on the list, like everything on, and she goes, no, you didn't. You didn't get, like, this type of butter and this type of olive oil, and this, this is what I need in order to make this. And I was like, are you serious? <laughs> like, they're all the same thing. And um, so I get back in my car, and I'm, and I'm going back, and, and the Lord just says, see, faith comes by hearing. You have, to, you have to hear me, and you have to hear me in the details in order to be obedient. Um, if, if you don't hear me, you can't be obedient. And I was just like, faith comes by hearing. And that's why it's so important because you can't please God if you don't hear him. You can't be obedient if you haven't first listened. Um, you know, and, and, then you, and then it's crazy because I've seen it played out so many different times from that moment of parents, you know, talking to their kids. Um, you know, like, it's so crazy when you tell a kid and you're sitting there and you watch this parent and they're playing with a toy. And then the parent takes the toy out of their hand and then says, okay, look at me and gives them instructions, and then says, and it, then the kid can either, like, do what the parent says, or the parent says, if they're a good parent, they say, no, you need to be obedient. You need to do what I tell you to do. Like, do what I've asked you to do. I mean, it's that, and I saw that, and it was crazy, because it was with um, Kendall and Shiloh that I saw that, was he got Shiloh's attention, and Shiloh was looking straight at him, and then Kendall was able to give him instruction, and he listened, and he understood, and then he was able to do the things that his father asked him to do. But if he was distracted or uh, didn't have anything, had something else going on, there was no way that he could have followed his, his father's instructions. It would have been impossible. <laughs> Therefore, it's impossible to please God um, without faith. And so, um, just to wrap um, this all up, and we're going to be done kind of early but we've talked a lot today about kind of big encounters with the Lord. We talked about, you know, my encounter with Jeremiah and with um, Saul and Moses and um, those things. But it's also important to realize that the Lord, um, it, it doesn't matter the size of the encounter. It doesn't matter um, what it is, but it matters the transformation it takes in your life. It matters um, because my Jeremiah story it wasn't <laughs> that big, um, but it was big in my life because I received it and I've walked in it. Um, and so, and really, if, like, 
<clears throat> Jeremiah, this could have not been a big encounter. It could have, he could have easily just said no and walked away from the Lord, and then we wouldn't have had this book of Jeremiah. Um, but it's not the transformation or the size of it. We're, I, just, I think we're always looking for the burning bush. We're always looking for the road to Damascus. Or we're looking for the Jeremiah moments. But the reason that they're moments is because first they listened. The, the reason that they happened or they're monumental or they're big is because the people um, received it and walked in it. And that's the only reason that they're big, um, big encounters. And so, um, but... Um, it was cool also uh, that the Lord speaks. Um, he speaks in the stillness and he speaks in the chaos. I was talking to a good friend um, not long ago, and he just said, you know, I'm learning to listen to the Lord in the chaos. And for a second, I just was like, that's a thing. <laughs> like, like you, okay, like, Lord, teach me from that because, um, I'm learning to listen to the Lord in the chaos, and it was this, that the Lord is willing to speak anywhere you're willing to listen. Um, and and if it's in the chaos and the busyness of our schedules, um, the Lord is still present and he is still there. Um, and so, but I know very few things about the Lord, and I'm still learning, but I do know this um, just to be true, that he is faithful to his promises. Um, and therefore... I can assure you um, that he promises if you seek him, you'll find him. Um, I can promise you that if you ask for him, he will reveal himself to you. Um, and so hearing uh, is a consistent thing. And so I just challenge you as we're walking into this new year um, is to expectantly wait to encounter the Lord. Um, expectantly um, ask for the Lord to reveal himself to you, um, because he will, and it'll transform your life. And, um, but this is just the posing question that when I was um, going through this, that the Lord asked me that I want to ask you guys. And, um, it was, it was one of those, okay, (laughs) thank you, Lord. But however, um, is, is the Lord more present and nearer to you than any circumstance could ever be? Um, are my eyes fixed upon him, or are they fixed upon the tasks of the day um, and the routine? Um, and do you want nothing else but to be in the presence of your creator? Because that's where you'll find him. Lord, um, I thank you um, so much for being a God who is faithful, um, being a God who cares enough about us um, to speak to us, um, to to meet with us, God, and that you are just um, sitting on the edge of your seat, eagerly awaiting our arrival. Um, God, I just ask that in this new season, in this new year, um, that you would teach us to abide, um, that you would teach us um, to fix our eyes on you, that you would teach us uh, to love you more, um, that it, Everything that we do would be out of the overflow of our heart for you and our love for you. That we would do nothing apart from you. God, you just say, um, apart from me, we can do nothing. And so may every step that we take and every moment um, that we have, may it just remain inside the vine. Um, May we just learn how to remain inside the vine and 
God, you are good. Um, and I thank you for this moment of just being able to speak um, from just a desire that you've given me. Um, and you are good, and may we just um, go into the sanctuary um, with our eyes fixed on you, um, with our hearts just worshiping you um, because of who you are and the things that you've done and the things that you're going to continue to do. In Jesus' name, amen.